Here is um, the interesting thing. Here's some stuff that I want to look at. Okay. Um, so let's just get into the article. Uh, Trump was discharged from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and returned to the White House on Monday evening to continue his fight against the novel coronavirus after his medical team warned that he may not entirely be out of the woods yet. Uh, dressed in a navy suit and tie and wearing a face mask. Uh, Trump walked out of Walter Reed on his own. Upon uh, walking out the doors of the hospital, he made a low fist pump and gave a thumbs up to the press as he got into a black SUV to head to Marine One. The president teased his return to the White House Monday afternoon, saying he's feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID, the president tweeted. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. He added, I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Okay. Um, Trump appeared to have his re-election campaign at the forefront of his thoughts shortly before departing Walter Reed, promising his followers on Twitter that he will be back on the stump soon and blasting polls that show him trailing Democratic presidential uh, nominee Joe Biden. Okay, there's more. In the, there's more to the article, um, but I want to talk about. Here's what I want to. Here's what I want to talk about today. Well, no, let me get into the article, the other article that I want to mention, and uh, then I'll then I'll get into the point that I want to make. Doctor Fauci says uh, some places better, uh, quote, better hold off and quote on Thanksgiving celebrations. Some places in the U.S. may need to take extra precautions against the spread of the coronavirus during the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, uh, Fauci told CNN on Monday. Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, has been a member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force since its inception in January. Although positive cases of the coronavirus have declined in some areas of the U.S., Fauci told CNN's Chris Cuomo that surges of the virus as the weather gets cooler are possible. Those increases in COVID-19 cases could affect how Americans normally celebrate the uh, November holiday. Fauci acknowledged that some U.S. regions are looking good as far as case positivity. Uh, but we're starting to see now, and we can't run away from it, we're starting to see in the Midwest and Northeast an uptick in test positivity, which tends to be a predictor that you're going to have surges. Fauci said, When you go into the fall and winter, the weather's colder, you tend to be indoors. When you're indoors, it becomes more problematic to be able to block the transmission uh, of infection. I say that some people in this country are going to be relatively normal type of Thanksgiving, but in other areas of the country, it's going to be, you better hold off and maybe just have immediate family, Fauci continued. Make sure you do it in a way that people wear masks and you don't have large crowds of people. You know, I'd like to say that everything is going to be great by Thanksgiving, but I'm not so sure it is. Okay, um, I want to talk about fear today. Um, let me say this. As, as, uh, as you know, um, I work at a grocery store. And every, I, I work anywhere from four to six days a week there. 
and I usually get about, you know, anywhere seven to eight hours per shift. Okay, so every day we have hundreds of people come in, um, maybe, maybe even, yeah, no, I would say hundreds of people come in every single day and they buy, they get all sorts of products, diapers, alcohol, produce, uh, meat, uh, seafood, canned goods, uh, cleaning supplies, whatever, flowers, whatever. And being a checker, uh, being a cashier, I touch these products every day. And these are products that they have already touched, that the customers have already touched. And I, I touch thousands, thousands in one day. And let me tell you something, man. I don't, I don't live in fear. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't scare me. I don't, I don't act stupid, but I don't live in fear. And let me say, let me say this. I don't want to, I'm not trying to pull the victim card here. However, if anyone should be afraid of the flu, I mean, not the flu, but COVID, it should be me. Why? Because the flu almost killed me, put me in a coma. The only thing that was beating or working was my heart. But I'm not afraid of COVID. And COVID is deemed to be COVID. Pretty much people describe COVID as a really bad flu. So when I look at these things, I say, you know what? Um, I loved Trump's tweet where he said, don't let it dominate you. And I think that's what a lot of people are, are concerned about. Because, um, you know, it's I, I really enjoy talking to customers about it. Or I don't necessarily just bring it up. But a lot of times they'll bring it up because they're like, man, I'm just so sick of these masks. Or, you know, I can't imagine you guys wearing these masks all day. Um, but, you know, there was a customer uh, earlier this week. And she was talking about how, you know, she's like, lockdown made sense in the beginning. Because we didn't know what was going on. But with the mortality rate being lower than the flu, uh, it, with COVID's mortality rate being lower than the flu, it's, it's really, really huge. And I think, and I think that's a huge factor. Living in fear doesn't do anything. It doesn't help you. Um, being afraid only hurts you. Now let me say this. The holidays are coming up. Okay. We obviously have Halloween. Okay. There's uh, Thanksgiving. There's Hanukkah. There's Christmas. There's a lot of things coming up where people get together. And where people, you know, where things exchange hands. In Halloween, in Halloween you put candy um, 
in people's bags and you go door to door. Thanksgiving, a bunch of people from around the country come together and they break bread together. Usually uh, family and friends. And they watch football. This this stuff is huge. Here's what I think. People, we have now, and again, this this is just in California. We have now been on lockdown since March. Okay, so this is month seven. Um, uh, here's what I believe. Here's here's my prediction. And I, let me say this: I'm not a very good prognosticator, but I really believe. And again, this is anecdotal from, but for most of the people that I've talked to, most people are just tired and they want to go back to normalcy. And from what I hear, there's going to be a lot of people who are, who are saying, you know what? I'm going to trick or treat regardless. We're going to have a nice Thanksgiving dinner regardless. We're going to still invite people from, invite our friends and family from around the country. And we're going to do this regardless. We're going to still have a great Christmas. I mean, people are tired of 2020. People are tired of the, you know, the debate on the science, you know, you know, trust the experts, you know, all this stuff. It, 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 it's, it's been a long year. It's been a very long year. Could be way worse. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, I really don't complain about it because it could be a whole hell of a lot worse but I'm really I really like Trump's tweet he says don't be afraid of COVID don't let it dominate your life and I just I just want to say that um, I just I just I just want to say that I mean I think that I think that that's really really huge and not just COVID but I mean just anything in life. There may be certain things. And again, I'm not saying fear is a totally bad thing. Because fear is something that helps keep us alive. Fear is something where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't just have us run onto the freeway and try to run from side to side. You know, because it, fear helps keep you in check. But what fear can do, it can greatly limit you. Some people are afraid of starting a business. Some people are afraid of moving out on their own. Some people are afraid of getting their driver's license. Some people are afraid of, you know, applying for a job promotion. Some people are afraid of a career change. Don't let fear control you. That's, that's actually a biblical, um, principle. There's many, there's a story where Jesus is walking on the water and his disciples are in a boat and the sea is just going crazy. It's very tumultuous. And, uh, the disciples think that they're seeing a ghost. They think that they're seeing a spirit just walk on the water. And Jesus tells them, he says, don't be afraid. And Peter looks out and says he says he says Jesus if that's you tell me to come out onto the water towards you and then Jesus says all right come on over here Peter then proceeds to get out of the boat 
and he begins to walk on the water. He's going good, and then he takes his eyes off the prize. He takes his eyes off of Jesus. And he starts looking at the water, the sea, you know, the you know, the lightning, the clouds, all that. He looks everywhere else except what he's what he should have been focused on. And Peter gets a lot of lot a lot of slack for that, but I can tell you what, if Jesus told me to walk on water, I wouldn't do it. Because I just I just wouldn't have that level of faith and courage. But the point of the story is fear is a controlling thing. Peter began to sink because he was afraid. Now, I'm not telling... Now, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not telling anybody out here to just go to their pool and just try to walk on the water because they really believe that they can. That's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story isn't to just say, oh, well, if you believe it, if you... If you really believe it and you trust you trust God, it will happen. I'm not saying that. Because that's not true. What I am saying is do not let fear control your way of life. Don't let it control your thinking. Don't let it control how the way the way you operate. People are concerned about a lot of things. Some people have lost their job. Some people, their plans have been thrown in the air. Some people don't really know what to do right now. And so as they look at this thing, they're like, wow, this is truly incredible. I'm not sure what to do. There's a whole lot going on, and I feel like there's a lot not in my control. And that is a true statement. There is a lot that is not within your control. But you can't control your mindset. You can't control your thinking. You can't control how you react in a situation. One thing I've learned this year is that it's all about attitude. I, well, I shouldn't say all about attitude. Because action is involved and reality is involved. But attitude is very important. I've seen some people that are miserable. I mean, just absolutely miserable coming into, coming into the store, just walking around, you know, around where I live. And then there are people where I see they're neutral, and there are some people I see that are, that are fine. They're happy. But that's really what it comes down to. Don't, you know, don't be afraid of COVID. Now, I'm, now am I saying to go, go around and just hug everybody? No, obviously not. But what I am saying is, look, being being afraid just doesn't help you. It doesn't help you in this scenario. Being afraid of this disease doesn't help you. There are things you can do to boost your immune system. You know, take you know you can take vitamin C supplements. You know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of things out there that can help you. You can improve your diet. You can exercise. Which, by the way, is is one of the, it's one of, if not the best way to help prevent diseases, exercise. But that's a whole other episode in itself. But that's really that's really just where we are. Don't I mean don't don't be afraid of this stuff, man. 
because it just it just doesn't help you. And let me say this: I'm going I'm going to assume most people. I would I well. I would say yeah no I would say most people I would say most people are not afraid of COVID. I think most people at this point are just tired. They want they want to go back to normal. They want to go and people are saying you know we're never going to go back to normal. I think in some areas we won't, but I would say for the most part, for the most part we will. Indoor dining. It's it's going on at a lot of places, and I think I think that will be a thing. You know, you know, virtual learning. I don't think this is going to be normal. I think people are going to go back to school. I think people are going to appreciate actually being able to go to school. But I, I just, I don't believe that things are going to stay like this. A lot of things will return to normal. I don't think we're going to be walking around with face masks. We're not China. We, like, we just, I just, I don't see that being a permanent thing. But we'll, we, we are going, we are going to overcome this. And I think a huge part in this is working together. And from my conclusion, my, my whole conclusion of the matter on this COVID thing is, look, protect, protect the seniors, protect the most vulnerable. wear a mask and just go about your daily life and let me say let me say this about the mask thing I don't even I they're they're so in our store you're not you're not allowed to enter without a face mask but people do it happens it happens um and I'm gonna be honest I don't care I don't Like I honestly, like I honestly don't care. Um, but that's just that's really just where we are, man. But that's my whole conclusion of the matter. You know, protect the seniors, protect the most vulnerable, and go go about your daily life. Locking down isn't the answer. Locking down made sense early. We didn't know what was going on. We, we it was it was an it was novel. We're like okay. What is happening? What is this? And we didn't know what it was. So locking down made sense. Now we have a grasp, uh, a tremendous grasp on COVID. I don't think we fully understand it because I don't think you can fully understand a disease. But we have a much greater grasp and understanding of COVID. So when we look at this, it's like, okay, well, what do we do? I, I think I think the answer and I think the data is in protect the most protect the most vulnerable protect the elderly and just go about your daily life that's honest that's honestly what I believe remember there's a lot of people who've had COVID and a vast majority of the people who've had COVID are asymptomatic So that's a huge that's a huge thing to say. But when I when I look at this stuff, I'm just like, okay. I, I think I think we're doing I think we're doing all we can. 
this idea of no indoor dining, no uh, few to no fans at uh, sporting events, uh, religious events, um, you know, no trick-or-treating, no Thanksgiving get-togethers, no Christmas get-togethers. That's not the answer. I just, I, I, I don't, I really, truly don't believe that. We now have, what is this, seven months of data? We now have seven months of data where we can look at this and say, okay, it is what it is. We, we now understand, okay, so this is, this is COVID. This is, um, this is how you get it. This is the mortality rate. And that's just, that's honestly just where we are. That is where we are. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I truly believe that people are just going to, they're going to do their thing. They're going to do what they do. They're going to go trick-or-treating. Um, they're going to have Thanksgiving dinners together. They're going to have Friendsgiving. They're going to have Christmas. They're going to have Hanukkah. They're going to do their family traditions. This, this is the end of 2020. You know, people talk about, you know, social distancing. Does it help? Let me, let me say, let me just say this about social distancing. I'm not really sure if social distancing works. It's pretty hard to social distance. Because social, so social distancing is this idea of keeping groups, you know, keeping group numbers to like being under like 10 and staying six feet apart. That is a very, very difficult way to live. You know, I, I, I'm i kind of ranting here, but I, I got to talk about this, man. People talk, you know, I see Instacart commercials and all this where people say, oh, you know, contactless delivery. It's not. That, that doesn't exist. Contactless delivery doesn't exist. Let me, I'll, I'll tell you this. We have people who come in, who come into my store every day and they do, they do Instacart or shipped or some other, or, you know, Postmates. They do some type of delivery service. They have to touch your products. They just do. You know, I, I just, you know, the, 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 the food and the goods have to, they have to find a way to get to your car. I mean, they have to find a way to get to your home. So the driver, so here's, here's what happens. Uh, the person gets, gets an order and they say, okay, do I want, do I want this? Do I not want this? They choose to get it. And then they get the list. They go to a grocery store. Um, they go to the grocery store of the person's choosing. And they get the products, um, and then they come in, and after they gather all the products that they can, if we have them, they go to the checkout area, where I would be, and then I scan the items, we bag the items, 
the items then leave the store and go into the car of of the delivery person which is their personal cars so you know people have been they are there and there their family's been in there maybe their dog cat has been in there and then it arrives to your house so this idea of contactless delivery like I don't I really don't understand it because I mean I I'm part of the process like I see it every single time I go into work it, I mean it's, it's just it just isn't but anyway that's that's where we are that's where we are uh, overall don't be afraid of COVID seriously folks like it doesn't help you it does not help you um I'm not afraid of it and I, I just I, I don't believe that I don't believe you should be afraid. It doesn't being afraid of this doesn't help you. So that's really that's really all I have to say on the matter and that is it.